Yes, it's me, Mark Stone, and this is the Backseat Driver Podcast. Hosted the first week of February in Port de Versailles, just on the outskirts of central Paris, Retromobile, in many ways, heralds the start of the new classic car season. This year, I'll hold my hand up, it was the first time I had attended the show and I realised what I'd been missing. You will see cars there that you will not see anywhere else, apart from magazines and books. That is the fact that these cars are in front of you, in the metal. Besides the cars, some of the world's greatest auction houses are there. These cars are available for sale, or a lot of them are available for sale. Yes, you need a bank account like an international phone number for some of them. A Ferrari that went a 250 Le Mans that shifted for over 25 million euros. But there's all sorts on display. I had a chat that you'll hear later on with Cyril. It's the first time I've ever sat and chatted with a guy who isn't only a fantastic artist and classic car enthusiast, he wears his own watch that he designed himself. He's a watch designer, amongst other things. Artists, some fantastic artists are there, bringing automotive art. It is there, it is in front of you. Accessories, books, books you thought you would never find are there in all the different languages. There are four halls of absolute intense automotive exquisite pleasure. I cannot recommend you go enough. If you've never been to Retromobile in Paris, go. Besides the pleasure of being in Paris, and I'll hold my hand up, the food is fantastic. And that is the other thing. The exhibition centre. Well, it has to be said, it leaves the NEC in the shade. The NEC should be embarrassed at the standard of the Retromobile, the exhibition centre that it is hosted in. There's food available, drinks available, and you will not queue more than two or three minutes. No matter how long the queue is, you'll be stunned how quickly you will be served, and the quality of what you get is fantastic. There's people there from all over the world, so you don't have to worry that, well, I don't speak French. All the French will speak English to you. There's no problem whatsoever. There's people walking around who give information out. They will speak to you in English. You can stand and chat to them while you're stood outside, whilst what's called the Tough Tufts will put on a moving exhibition of veteran and vintage cars as they drive round the outside of the exhibition centre. Inside you will find cars so old as Montloy Revival, hosted by, amongst other people, Freddie Froh, whose interview was at the end of this podcast. They drove one of the oldest cars in the world. They drove it around the exhibition. It is unbelievable. It starts on a Wednesday, finishes on a Sunday, and I promise you, you still won't have seen everything that's there. So sit back and enjoy my chat with artists, racing drivers, the guy that designs his own watches and phenomenal art, artwork in his own right, Freddie Fro, the curator of one of the unbelievable museums in Paris, 
just sit back and enjoy. As I said, make sure 2024 you attend Retromobile just outside central Paris. And the other thing is, if you get bored, you can walk down the Champs-Élysées, look in the shop windows, and look at things that uh, you'll think, uh, I like that, but I'd better keep my hands and my wallet in my pocket. I'm here with a past backseat driver guest, Nigel Bailey. Nigel, welcome back, especially now, because it's now after your uh, Le Mans success. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, a great, it's a great moment to be back with you and talking about my adventure. It's, uh, it's very a pleasure. Now, things have changed quite a bit for you. You're now behind the wheel of a Bentley. Yes, it's been a change for me because in 2022 we, we, we've been racing with uh, Bentley with the GT car and it was a nice experience for me but you know everything, I mean um, all good thing has hands and uh, so now we're moving on to uh, Lamborghini car which uh, is going to be amazing as well. So what are, what are you driving in? Is it Le Mans this year or are you doing one of the other series? I wish I was about to race at Le Mans as well this year, but you know, uh, it's going to be the century and it's going to be a tough, tough moment to, to be on the grid. But uh, unfortunately, we're not going to be at Le Mans this year, but maybe 24, 25th, it's going to be nice. But let's see with, you know, the coming of the, with the GT3 cars coming. So, yeah, um, I wish I was this year, but it's not going to be possible because... Uh, there is a lot of people on the grid with the IP cars coming as well, so it's going to be a madness event this year. <laughs> so how are you finding the Bentley? I mean, it will be something of a change compared to a full-blown LMP car. I mean, it's very different. It's totally, totally different. It's, um, it's nothing to compare to LMP car or something like that, but, you know, um, I find myself comfortable with the car. Even though it wasn't, a, it wasn't, you know, the best GT car. Um, when you look around, you, we had like McLaren, uh, we had Ferrari, Porsches, etc. Uh, the Bentley is not the easiest one. Is according to me, it's like the, the 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 toughest car to drive compared to to the other brand. But at the end, we managed to do something great. Um, we did the 24 spa as well with the car, and uh, you know, it was a very great experience. Um, as a pilot, as a um, disabled pilot as well. But at the end, we, I mean, I have a bit of regret, not, you know, because we didn't finish the, um, the, the 24 hours um, of Spa. It was DNF for us, but, you know, it was a great experience. At the well, it's end. one of those things, I mean, when you first appeared, we discussed your, the disability and how you've come overcome it a dnf has nothing to do with that i mean when you're in behind the wheel of a racing car you're a racing driver dnfs just happen to be part and parcel of uh, racing cars yes it is it is actually it's a good way to come back <laughs> it's a good way to come back you know once once you you are dnf you 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 try to to solve some stuff you try to figure out what you know didn't go well and uh you, you try to come back and uh, to, to think positive. And why the Lamborghini? Oh, actually, it was you know it was only opportunity. Uh, the Tiomar team uh, changed his mind, and he wanted to. I mean, the team wanted to to make something that um, that um, pro driver and gentleman can combine stuff together. 
and uh, this is why they, they wanted to, to, to do this year with, with three or four Lamborghini Super Trofeo and uh, you know to um, to drag the attention you say that to drag the attention to drag yeah. drag the attention uh, on them um, with, with Lamborghini you know and uh, so let's see what we can do in the future with Lamborghini maybe we will race GT3 at Le Mans one day with the Lamborghini in 24-25 we'll never know we'll see what the future brings so this year for 2023 what are you doing? so I will be racing in Super Trofeo Lamborghini uh, Championship it's an European Championship that you know uh, that you can find races during the SRO GT World Challenge so it's good to be you know to stick around this championship because it's very, very challenging one. And uh, at the end, you know, we, we expect to be in the top 10, so, which is not so bad for, for a guy like me in a wheelchair. And uh, yes, we'll see. And I might have another, another um, program as well in Ultimate Cup Series, which is the French uh, championship that, you know, and uh, I will try to help a gentleman driver to, to go further in, in what they do and to improve the, the skills of driving, you know. We, we, we will see what's, what, what we will have in uh, Ultimate Cup Series, but uh, Super Trofeo is 100%, sir. Well, there's one thing. Last time we spoke, I wish you all the best and you had a good finish at the Le Mans 24. Far better than you were anticipating and far better than, not being funny, able-bodied teams. You showed a lot of them how it was done. So if I wish you all the best once again, let's hope you have a fantastic season in the Lamborghini. Yeah. Um, it will be to finish all races, first of all. <laughs> because it, it quite tough, it's quite a tough championship as well. Um, then... Uh, to go back to Le Mans and uh, why not Daytona 24 hours you know it's something great as well it's in my bucket list well done young man and once again thanks for joining me on the Backseat Driver thank you Mark I'd like to welcome to Backseat Driver Benjamin Freudenthal artist here at Retromobile 2023 Benjamin welcome to the Backseat Driver thank you thank you for your interest how long have you been an artist and where did your inspiration for your very unique style come from? Well, uh, first of all, I've been draw drawing and not painting, but drawing since I'm a little boy. Uh, uh, my passion uh, started with my feelings for aviation. And when I was a little boy, I was uh, very fond of making model kits. And when I say model kits, I say just plastic model kits of airplane mostly that I like to, to, to build and assemble, and mostly uh, it was a disaster. <laughs> and then I um, was um, uh, compensating my frustration on uh, uh, keeping the, the box arts. Uh, I cut them uh, uh, and I keep them and kept them. And then I uh, um, trained me uh, redrawing the covers. And I did that for one decade at least. And after a while, I was pretty skilled in drawing any kind of airplane. And uh, later, I, um, I, I decided that I would like to be a box art illustrator. And, uh, and I did. Uh, but um, my, my, my references and my um, spiritual masters were uh, Roy Uxley, who made illustrations of uh, Matchbox box art, and Roy Cross. And uh, also, uh, later I discovered the work of Michael Turner, 
which is a very famous uh, uh, remarkable uh, British artist in motorsport and uh, then I discovered um, the subject of motorsport so later I went on cars now the one thing I noticed looking at them maybe a little bit Alfred Hitchcockian you appear in quite a few of your paintings uh, but you have to look at them to find you what gave you the idea to do that well, Hitchcock himself <laughs> of course but uh, um, if you look well uh, to the history of, uh, of, of art, you, you can see that many, many artists have uh, um, hidden them, themselves in, in paintings uh, in, um, well, since the Renaissance. Uh, it was a way to sign your work. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock did only in his movies what Velasquez, for example, has done in his own paintings and even others like Vermeer. Um, that's just... Um, a tradition and uh, I think it's a funny way to um, keep the tradition alive. Now the one thing I noticed looking at the exhibition here is we have motorsport, we, ha we have a London bus, a route master, we have uh, Constellation aircrafts, motorbikes, BSA. The one thing about a lot of them is they are big and they are, they are powerful images. Yes, like in movies. I mean, um, of course, uh, I'm very, very uh, in love with the work of um, British art uh, and uh, um, American artists too. Uh, I love the narrative way, uh, telling stories. For uh, The funny thing is for me, how much can I tell in one picture? Uh, you can a lot of things. <laughs> yes, believe me. So, I mean, when you're actually painting one of these, it's like looking at a Maserati there. Uh, there's a lot, besides the car, there's two other cars, there's a lot of people, there's building in the background. How do you decide as an artist what to include and what not to include? Well, in that case, I, I saw a picture of uh, the Pescara Grand Prix, uh, which was very, very, um, well... Um, Mysterious. Um, it was a square picture, and uh, you could see these guys uh, spotting at something, uh, leaning on the Maserati. But what were what were they looking at? Yeah. So that is what I showed. In this painting, I added some space on the right and the left side, and on the right side you can see a beautiful uh, blonde-haired woman, which is in fact Anita Eckberg. And if you look well on the left side, you can see uh, Federico Fellini and Mastroianni. <laughs> And if you um, want to know the story, it's the, the day that uh, Federico Fellini met Anita Eckberg at Pescara in 1957. And uh, he was stroken by uh, the beauty of this woman, and we are all, of course. And uh, he decided to make her starring in his next movie, which was the Dolce Vita. And two years later in Milan, in 1959, uh, the uh, Dolce Vita was projected uh, at the festival and there was a scandal. Uh, and in fact, in this painting, which looks like a Formula One painting, I was inventing a story um, uh, of the uh, encounter between uh, an artist, a movie maker, and his muse. Uh, this is Anita Eckberg. Of course, everything I tell is, 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 is not, not the truth, but it could be. <laughs> So a lot of your paintings of racing cars and motorsport, etc., you need to look beyond the car to find out what else is going on there. Uh, what do you mean? By the, There could be people there you weren't expecting to be. 
in, in my paintings, the, 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 the pilots you can see uh, uh, were really part of the race. I'm, uh, I'm making funny uh, stories uh, with the, and I play with the reality. However, uh, I do not play with the uh, protagonist, uh, with the characters, uh, um, uh, the racers, the drivers, and the cars must be accurate. And one painting that is just behind us is a rider on a BSA motorbike uh, racing with a Spitfire. Yes. Where did that inspiration come from? Uh, from Tom, Top Gun, the movie with Tom Cruise, you see him racing at one occasion uh, with his uh, superbike against the Tomcat, or I don't remember the aircraft, but it was in um, Top Gun. And uh, you remember maybe the Seine. Uh, this painting is just, the, it could be, let's say, the, the father of Tom Cruise on a BSA instead of a Kawasaki. And in the sky it's not an F-14 Tomcat, but it's a Spitfire. So basically, we're looking at what you might call a recreated movie poster in many ways. It's the po it could be a poster from Top Gun, set in the 1950s or even a little bit earlier in the late 40s. Absolutely. And this is this is how do you think of these up? What where do you get? Where does the idea come from? Uh, the idea is 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 mostly um, starts with um, a very impressive picture. Uh, that um, that has uh, strength and a power and an expression uh, that 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 let me um, um, think that I can go further. This is nice. This is wonderful. This is very very uh, impressive. Let's go further. That's that's the basic basis of my inspiration. Um, keep attention. Pay attention to pictures. Uh, we should have a very strong narrative power and after that uh, of course it's not easy because uh, first of all you must find documentation and pictures of, 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 of characters uh, uh, black and white pictures to, 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 to complete uh, all the, 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 the references you need to, to build your, your compositions you need a lot but um, I make also post people I mean by that of course you cannot find all the pictures you need then you must do them yourself and that's what I do um, I, 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 I collect clothes for example about the Dolce Vita uh, the beautiful blonde haired girl is not really Anita Ekberg of course she's a little bit too old actually but it's a friend of me uh, Mathilde which is a beautiful young girl and she looks really like an actress so I make their wear uh, beautiful clothes that I, I bought on the internet. And uh, then she posed for me. And I integrated her in the, in, in the picture. But it must be really, really um, uh, be very natural. And you must be very careful when you take the pictures uh, to, um, to, to have the, the good light. And, and then you, it's amazing all the things you can do. That's the way I work. And if anybody wants to find out more about your paintings yourself, it is Editions Fly and Drive, yes? Yes, Fly and Drive, and the name of my website is because uh, I'm involved in everything that flies and every, every, every machine that rides. That's the reason of the name of my website. And there's definitely a hint of Hollywood around it as well, isn't there? What did you say? A hint of Hollywood. Hollywood? Yeah. The film, the film industry. 
Yes, 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 absolutely. It's, 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 it's my, my, I'm a kind of a movie maker with a pencil. Benjamin Frudenthal, thank you very much for joining me on Backseat Driver. Thank you for your interest. Bye-bye. I'd like to welcome to the Backseat Driver, Cyril Satanas, known as the Watch Passionator. Cyril, welcome to the Backseat Driver. So, so, so happy uh, to meet you again uh, for the first time because uh, uh, we talk uh, both uh, there is few months during uh, the Castellet, a big uh, race uh, and uh, we can't see and uh, now it's official, uh, I can meet uh, the legend. <laughs> now, the one thing you do is you combine art and the art of cars with watches. Uh, and it's the one thing I've said, people who have a passion for cars have a passion for nice watches. What made you decide to actually combine the two? Um, during the COVID, I wanted to show my art differently. And for this reason, I want to share my two passions. They start by making artwork around time pace, around watch. A lot of Omega like yours and uh, Spinmaster, the uh, James Bond style. And I have another passion, it's about the car, the race car and the legend car. So, um, for the beginning, I started many of my timepieces around Omega, Seamaster, Spinmaster, and the Aston Martin DB5. And uh, after you want, I know. And, um, after um, I see that people like a lot my art and I want to show another style and I uh, feel uh, I want to show uh, my passion for sport car, race car. So um, there is many uh, movement in my career artist and uh, at the beginning I'm alone after I, uh, I have one people who help me but doesn't work really well and uh, it's for more the timepiece uh, vibes and me I'm better with um, when I make artwork I want to show an emotion a feeling a spirit you know and perhaps I'm better with a combination combination of uh, cars and timepiece and with the cars with the movement with the feel with the passion it's better and it's perhaps more easier for me with the car so which car do you con which car do you like the most and which watch do you like the most? Oh, for the timepiece, it's easy. It's a Spinmaster Omega. For me, it's a legend. No. After this, for the car, uh, I have many passions and it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Pagoda Mercedes a lot. Uh, it's for the cult classic car. It's my favorite. For the race car, I have two passions. The Alpine Ascendis, you know. The famous French racing car rally, and the um, other one, the Asse Cobra. Oh, the Cobras, yes. Rather nice car, and like you, I have an interest and a passion for the Alpines. I think the Alpine is a fantastic car. Uh, and a car, they've just brought the Alpine back. The problem is, nobody is capitalizing on what went before. They're marketing it as the Alpine, but they're not doing anything to promote what the Alpine did. So it's my two favorite car, you know. And after, uh, I love the car in general. So sometimes I love drive uh, 
de chevaux, you know. <laughs> I make some famous de chevaux for uh, watch brands, so. Uh, I want, uh, when I, I make on-demand artwork, you know, and people ask me to draw, uh, to draw some mini, uh, some uh, popular car, sometimes it's not very important for me. I want to show a passion, a feeling. Uh, so I have, uh, I'm lucky because uh, I meet some very cool people. <laughs> <laughs> like like Catherine and it was very perfect because uh, at the custody with the team VW I, I, I'm in the atmosphere I share my passion with the pilot with the team manager uh, for the classic car uh, I'm so lucky because the Saga Classic with Ronan Chabot uh, you're surrounded by your favourite cars especially the Mercedes Pagodas yes and uh, they uh, want me in our show, in this show, and uh, I can make some artwork for um, illustrate your most famous car. It's very, imp and they make me uh, very cool for me. It's a, it's a magical, it's a magical moment. <laughs> so in many ways, at this particular show, Retromobile, you've been told, you, you were asked to portray things, but you were left to do it yourself. Um, can you repeat, please? Yeah. You, 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 they told you what they wanted to see, but they left you to interpret what they wanted to see. Yeah. Uh, when uh, they buy a car, like this one, the white one, uh, the SL, you know, they asked me to show uh, an artwork who uh, shows the, the, the perfume of the car, you know. And this car uh, was bought by Burton Holtz, and they want an artwork around this, okay, with movie scene. There is another artwork uh, in other side, and I make uh, the the movie uh, Cannonball, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And so the artwork is around this movie. So each time when I make an artwork, I uh, try to search um, the the ID of the car or for the brand or for me or for the buyer or the owner of this car. So uh, after we make uh, a style and when it's validated by, by the owner, we print in it. what you want. <laughs> uh, I can print my artwork in limited edition the most frankly, but uh, unique edition, it's much better. So what what comes next? What, it, what 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 lies ahead for Cyril? Oh, many many uh, projects. So I don't work uniquely uh, for car and timepiece. I work too for El Septimo, a famous US brand, who make uh, cigar, cognac, wine. So <laughs> okay, I work uh, too for um, watch brand um, like this one. Uh, Schneider and Co. and I design some objects. I just I, um, people know me for make illustration, but I'm designer too, and I make some timepiece, some uh, lighter, you know, some yeah. other yes, some pencil for other brand. So sometimes it's not famous, but because I don't put my name uh, under the object, but I make some design for famous brand, you know. And the other project, uh, I'm designer for motorbike brand. So 
I work yet for Harley Davidson. Um, uh, we produce and sell yet three models. And there is a big, big news uh, in April or May. Uh, in Switzerland, I make a new, a new motorbike for Triumph. Right, so artwork, artwork isn't just what Cyril does then. <laughs> it's a passion. I don't, uh, uh, for me, time is not really important. When I have some project, it's very cool. And in my other life, I'm midwife and I make some delivery, give birth. <laughs> life is too short, you must live. Cyril Sintas, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. And if anybody wants, just it's Cyril Sintas on Facebook, isn't it? You're, you're just there. Yes, Cyril Sintas on Facebook, uh, easily on uh, Watch Passioner on Facebook and uh, Instagram too. And I open, uh, there is six months around, uh, website westiconic.fr, and uh, you can uh, show my uh, project. <laughs> Cyril, once again, thank you very much for joining me on The Backseat Driver. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to part one of The Backseat Driver podcast at Retromobile 2023. Tune in 9am next Thursday morning for the second and concluding episode. <laughs>